Welcome back to another episode of Build the Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams. I'm your host, Carol Clark, and today we are still focusing on our lucky charms for this month of March, our month of luck. And we're focusing on the third one, which is how to establish a simple to implement multimedia relationship with your current and prospective patients. Sounds really overwhelming and hard, and social media can be very overwhelming, and we can make it so difficult for ourselves. So I wanted to talk today about some principles to follow and then some of the biggest mistakes that people make. And we'll go from there. And I also have a couple of freebies for you. One is a sample of our Bariatric Business Boss uh, multimedia calendar so that people know exactly what to post. They get this every single month in membership. And also our freebie guide that includes everything about these five lucky charms, so to speak. And I'll also include a link to a product that I have that has a whole year's worth of graphics and post ideas and all that sort of thing so that if you just want everything in one place, you can get that as well. But let's focus today on this overwhelming topic of social media. So often we don't really do a lot with it or we're very inconsistent because it's overwhelming and we're not really sure what to post, what to say, how to get engagement, what the overall you know way to get new patients from social media is. And the reality is, is that for your followers in your social media feeds, really only about 2% of the people that follow you actually see your posts when you post. So that requires us to post more frequently, which also adds to the overwhelm. So let's see how we can kind of overcome this. If you have someone that you've uh, hired to do this for you and it's working really well, I say, just stick with that. I applaud you for that and I say stick with it. But all too often when I talk to practices, they're paying a fortune for someone to create their social media campaign and yet they really don't see much engagement or return on investment. And a lot of times it's just because what they're focusing on, the people who that they've hired, really don't understand their weight loss practice and all the really great things that are going on in there. And they also sometimes post things related to general nutrition and weight loss. And that's a bit different, as we all know, from what we recommend for our bariatric clients. We don't really follow the food pyramid. There are other things that we focus on in terms of macronutrients and how to integrate everything into their uh, regime and how to build new habits and how to manage some of their health comorbidities. There's a lot more that goes into it other than what's just in the general uh, knowledge out there for people to be looking at. So a lot of times it does require us to have more control over it. So either you're spending money with someone and they're doing great, which is awesome, or you're spending money and it's not really so awesome and you find yourself having to edit and uh, kind of keep track of it and modify some of the posts, or you're doing it yourself, but you're just really struggling because it's a lot of work. Uh, but there is a way to streamline this. And when I mentioned the fact that only 2% of people are seeing your posts, what that means is it gives you permission and it actually is recommended that you actually repurpose some content. So that means that every day you're not coming up with something brand new. You can repurpose things that you have. 
Now, I always talk about the fact that we don't own the social media platforms, so it is important to house some of your content on your own website that you own. So two places that are pretty safe to have it is YouTube, where people are searching anyhow, or they're at verbally asking questions and they're finding videos, and also on your website. So we wanna build those links back to your website. So when you create your social media posts, some of them would be right there or get right on that page, but other times you may have a graphic that relates to a blog that you've done, but it actually links back to your website for people to read the blog. So let's break down a simple way to do this. So a lot of physicians uh, over time get really comfortable getting on video and some write really well. So think about what it is that you do best. What do you prefer to do? And one easy way to do it is I'll oftentimes guide physicians through how to create some videos that we post on YouTube and then what you end up doing is you can transcribe those and put them into a blog and add some easy to do graphics that are really, uh, you can get some great graphics just by creating them in Canva. We actually teach them how to do that. So you create a video, then you also uh, transcribe it. It creates a blog. And then out of your video, you probably have some great pearls of quotes that you've used. And so you can use those quotes that then link back to the video and to the blog. And you can actually just use those uh, as well and then you fill in you actually also want to create other ways that you're serving your patients with recipes is a great way to to uh, utilize uh, some of that interaction asking questions answering the questions that they have commonly uh, asked you and so you kind of create a so this content use it in a variety of ways and that way we call it pillar content or your main content and then that creates additional posts so that you don't have to be coming up with something brand new you can even do this by batching it I know I've worked with an awesome physician and we batched three months of content all in one day and it was awesome so for her it's all out there and we do that in uh, our practice we'll create uh, batch content we also do repurpose things because uh, we create some great content so why not get it out there more often so more people can see it because with the way the algorithms are people don't see everything that you post. And so you wanna do that and create some engagement. So we talked a little bit about uh, so a method and we really do a deeper dive, like I say, in membership and with my one-on-one -on -one with patient, with uh, with physicians. But uh, the thing that you need to focus on are some key concepts. The first is what is your title? When you create a video, you wanna make sure it's something that people are asking about, people that, what they're searching for. So if you do that well in your title, you can then attract those those patients. And you also wanna include hashtags, some very simple ones that always relate uh, back to your practice, to your name, to the topic that you're discussing, and make sure that you utilize those and always have a link back to your website or how to start the next conversation with you to dive deeper. Uh, the other thing is you wanna be fun and show your personality. And this can be done just by showing a couple things in your personal life, what sorts of fitness activities you like to do. We include all that in that calendar, but really showing a little bit of your personal side and also the personal side. If you don't wanna show your personal life, you can show things going on in your practice. It's something that's very exciting for uh, patients to see. Get a little bit deeper on each one of your team members, uh, highlight a, a patient, uh, those sorts of things. So getting personal and uh, keeping it fun is another way that you can, another thing that you should focus on. The other is just engagement through questions, asking them questions about, you know, what's their biggest struggle? What's been their biggest struggle with the pandemic? 
pandemic? Uh, what's their favorite stress relief? You know, getting some engagement in your posts will also help keep them alive and keep them up in people's feeds. The other thing is, like I mentioned, inspirational things like testimonials, success stories. You can do that with a video, just with a uh, graphic blog. Make sure that you do that uh, on a consistent basis. Recipes I mentioned, and then always having a call to action. Your posts are not all getting seen, so you need to make sure that people who see you for the first time know how to reach out to you to, to dive deeper and to actually utilize your services and products. So you want to make sure you have a call to action with every post that you have. And it doesn't have to be in your face, just a way for them to reach out to you and how to learn more information is really important. You'll notice at the end of all of my posts, I always include how to reach out to me. And so it's really important so that you can do the same. And then I want to touch just briefly, I know I like to keep these brief, uh, uh, be, and the, one of the reasons is I want to talk a little bit about the biggest mistakes that people make. One of the biggest mistakes is spending a lot of your time on your post talking about you. You'll notice that when I do these videos and when I uh, encourage people to create their videos, you do have some information about yourself for new people who are finding you, but you want to dive in and have quality over quantity. So you want your videos to be as short as you possibly can in order to get some really quality sound information out there. And so you want to not spend a whole bunch of time just talking about things that aren't important, get right to the meat of the matter. So you want to make sure that you have quantity over quality, especially now when everybody is buying for your time, as you can see when you're on social media, and it's the same way with those that follow you. You want to also be consistent. So sometimes people are afraid to post too often, but with the algorithms, there's really not a method of posting too often. I do recommend if you're just getting started and you are overwhelmed, then start with just one piece of content a week. Just be consistent in that one piece of content a week, and then build from there. And and then start to learn how to repurpose it and that sort of thing. But inconsistency is another mistake. So uh, the first one was uh, not having too much quantity and not as much quality. Next is uh, not being inconsistent in your post. And the other thing is some people have an all or nothing vision. You figure like either I need to go all in with social media or nothing. But really the important thing is to start to be consistent and then to learn how to build from there, usually uh, taking that one post, that one pillar piece of content, utilizing it in a number of ways, and then also adding some other things that are inspirational, like I mentioned before. The other thing people's um, a mistake people make is not having a call to action, as I mentioned before. And uh, the final one that I want to mention is just paying an a huge amount of money to someone to run your social media campaign without having a return on investment. So what can you do about that? There are a variety of ways that you can do uh, social media in a very cost-effective way. You can trial with some uh, virtual assistants to do it for you and keep a close eye and train them on what you want out there and then let them kind of take it from there. Uh, I've been blessed in our practice to have uh, employees who have an interest in social media. And so they have a talent for that. They're very talented uh, at creating posts and graphics. And uh, one of them, Dawn, is the one who does our campaigns and she's the one who runs it every day. She's got it down to just really a uh, couple hours a week and everything scheduled out for multiple entities. I mean, she's amazing. But that didn't happen overnight, even though she is amazing. She, uh, you know, did some training. She d d dove into that and we just added it into her 
uh, weekly uh, roles and responsibilities. And she's embraced that and she does a phenomenal job. And uh, so a lot of you in Ameritrade Business Boss get to know Dawn a little bit as well. Uh, so she helps out with some of that. And it is one of those things that is just uh, something that you start out small and it depends on the size of your organization. It depends on your budget. It depends on your sense of urgency. If you have all the patients you need and you don't need to do that much more, um, maybe you're not focusing on that. But I do know that social media is also that great way to not only attract new patients, but every one of these principles relates to how to build a continued relationship with your existing patients and encourage them to share what it is that you're posting. And you have to ask people to do that. They don't think of it second nature most of the time. So you have to ask them to share this with someone who may benefit from that. And so that also increases your reach. I also have our team members, they'll share our posts and then it gets a bigger reach. So there's lots of different tidbits in there. I hope you found this helpful. There are a number of freebie things here for you to download. One's a sample of our uh, Baratric Business Boss monthly social media calendar. Another one is the free guide that covers these five uh, lucky charms, so to speak, and then also a link to that uh, very small, uh, low-cost product that actually includes posts for uh, to, that would last you over a year, different ideas, and then actual graphics you can uh, put your logo on or just utilize as is, and plenty of recipes that are appropriate for bariatric medicine and bariatric surgery. So uh, check those out as well. If you have specific questions or wanna have an opportunity audit to talk about what's going on in your practice, uh, just a free opportunity audit, reach out to me, Carol, K-A-R-O-L, at weightlosspracticebuilder.com, and I will talk to you next time.